Mythic Quest Apple TV show. This is our second Apple TV show that we've talked about here on Seasons Change. Mr. Fink and myself have talked about the, we've given the praises of Ted Lasso. Now we're going to be talking about Mythic Quest Raven's Banquet, which is the first season. An American comedy streaming television series created by Charlie Day, Megan Gans, and Rob McElhaney. For Apple TV Plus, the series premiered February 7th, 2020, and it follows a video game studio that produces a popular MMORPG called Mythic Quest. It's also been renewed for its second season, which is currently ongoing, but Mr. Fink and I will be only talking about the first season, like I said, Raven's Banquet. So this is a show that got me very excited when I first heard about it it was a it was about a video game company almost like the office you know it's just what's go what goes on inside of a video game studio when they're creating a game all of the interpersonal you know back and forth between all of the workers and then also the, the drama of how does it you know what is it like to create a game on a daily basis but it's all in comedy and it's all in good fun um mr fink What did you think? Because I was telling you about Mythic Quest last year as one of my favorite shows to watch. So what did you think about Mythic Quest? Well, I'm going to bury the lead here and just talk about how you definitely were one of the stronger voices of really suggesting this TV show. In fact, I would say most of the podcasts i listened to weren't were like lukewarm on this show yeah. to a point where you were very hot on it yes but everywhere else was like yeah no it's pretty good it's for oh you gotta watch episode five. Oh, it's pretty good and to a point where i was like you know what there's a lot of other stuff yeah. that i want to watch so that's what i did i watched other things not mythic quest and um i'm gonna keep bearing whether i liked it or not <laughs> here a little bit longer now much like Obi-Wan's motor, electric motorcycle hey. documentary, much like Ted Lasso, this is great. Yay. I loved this show. Yeah. From the first episode, the fifth of every single episode, I freaking loved it to a point that I was getting a little angry that everybody I ever heard talk about was just like, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's another, it's a show. It's, a show. it's, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. No, it's, it's pretty good. So it's, oh, it's worth a watch. I'm like, no, this is an easy suggestion for me with the 27 to 35 minute episodes. Yes. Nine episodes, really the first season. Um, it is, and, and this is in no way negative, but I think this is what people were tuning in or queuing into rather on the first couple episodes is, it almost feels formulaic in the sense of it kind of feels like community mm. um, pretty heavily. It kind of feels a little bit like it's always sunny. Yeah. Uh, but but it doesn't. That's so OK. Like it doesn't just because it has a similar structure, feel and tone. I thought it did enough and an interesting story. Um, the actors who came to it. And yeah, I think Abed's character um, probably made me think a little bit of community, but also with their willingness to jump into another storyline um, with that episode five yes. and with that episode 11, where they kind of like went into the fantasy world and the side stories and stuff. Um, yeah. 
community definitely did that and with that tone um i mean i really liked that i was expecting to just be like okay i'm i'm sure it'll be good because it's apple but i'm i'm starting to think you know it's not that it's easy to make these shows but if you give you know a billion dollars which that's what apple tv did um i think there's enough people really talented people out there that can make shows like this that it is almost quote unquote it's probably hard to make but i'm sure it's easy to find with the money someone to come in and make a really great tight show it i mean it just felt like it was checking boxes of like yep this person's in here this person's in here it's got this tone right. but it's still enjoyable to watch so well, that's definitely highly what recommend i think netflix does that and amazon also amazon's um prime streaming service it's like you give them enough money and the creators will show up so that's not going to be a problem having you know creative people making television shows and apple tv plus Kind of got off to a rocky start at the beginning. Like like we said, Ted Lasso was the one that everybody was like, oh, this is amazing. This is um, fantastic. But I didn't hear too many people, like you said, talking about Mythic Quest. And I like Rob McElhaney from It's Always Sunny. Um, some of the other people I was not as familiar with, but Danny Pudi, who played Abed on Community. And then this one is a, a video game kind of tie-in. So the girl that plays the tester, the one with the short hair, um, I forget her name in the show, Ashley Birch is the actress's name, but she is a big-time voice actor in all of video games, and and her big character right now is Aloy um, from, and now I'm blanking on the the video game, but it's about to come out with its second uh, second game in that series. Horizon Zero Dawn? Yes, that's the one. The new one is going to be Horizon Forbidden West. So she's she's been in Borderlands. She's been in Life is Strange, like Fortnite. She's been in a ton of video games, but her big one is Horizon Zero Dawn. And I just recently found out that she was from Phoenix, and it was yep, crazy. I, um, I was watching an interview with her, and she was like, yeah, I, I went to Chino Bandino's, which is like a local Mexican place over here, and she... And, um, Oregano's pizza, and I love their pizookies. Um, I, I had no idea she had Arizona connections like myself. Now, now let me stop you right there yeah. on another one. Now, I don't know if you've got the cast list up in front of you or yes. anything, but uh, we got so his character in the show is David Brigsby. Oh, yes, you know his real name? Um, D- David Hornsby. Oh, you know that la- you know that la- you know another person with that last name by chance? Tell me this. Bruce Hornsby. Hey, that sounds familiar. That, so Bruce Hornsby is a, a pretty big time musician. He won, you know, a Grammy in the early 90s for like it was Bruce Hornsby and his band. Are they related? Shit, I can't remember. What? Are That's they related? Cousin. Oh, damn. Yep. And you know where they're from? Virginia. Yep. And a little something in common with uh, Alan Iverson and Michael Victor from Newport News, Virginia. Dang. Yep. And on one time, Bruce Hornsby was sitting next to me at an Old Dominion basketball game. He, Yo. Uh, yeah, he uh, went to ODU. Yo. Um, but yeah, so David Hornsby is from Newport News, Virginia. Ashley Birch is from Phoenix. Nice. What else? We got to get some more connections here but there's a little <laughs> deep cut for you yeah. on, uh, but david hornsby also does a lot of the music for the show oh dang so yeah yeah i noticed that because i was watching the show and they said music by david hornsby and i was like oh i wonder if that's related to bruce and i looked up imdb and i was like oh that's the actor and then it was that's his cousin because then it said newport news virginia and it's his cousin bruce hornsby dang um, that's crazy 
Yeah, so... And you know what? Is, um, he also plays Rickety Cricket on It's Always Sunny. So yep, my yep. wife, that's one of her favorite shows of all time. So that was another reason why we watched it was because they had a lot of It's Always Sunny connections. Oh, I didn't know that David Hornsby, now that I'm looking him up, is married to Emily Deschanel, who is an actress, also the sister of Zoe Deschanel. So he he is the brother-in-law. Yeah, I, I'm finding all this out right now as well. Uh, but he's actually a pretty good actor, and I like his character on the show. He's one as, of my favorite. He's, I wrote him down as one of my three favorite <laughs> characters in the show. <laughs> yeah, he's great. Um, all of the actors are great. Now, let me know your thoughts, because my wife and I disagree on this. I do not like the actor that plays Poppy. She's like Australian, um, Asian, something. Charlotte Nick Dow. I, that sounds about right. Um, yeah. What did you think about Poppy? Because every time she comes on, she just annoys me, like her voice and the way she acts. But I mean, that's the character. But my wife was I like, like, I, I like everything about okay, her. So, was, she, she, yeah, no, she, she was really entertaining <laughs> to me. Like, she sounded like she was always just like, I, yeah, I really liked it because she was just like, what the, am I fucking crazy? Am I crazy? <laughs> and the whole time she's sitting there like, wait, am I kind of I'm like, oh, he's like, it seems like she has that on her face. Um, I'm trying to look. I she looked really familiar from something else. Like I'm, yeah, I don't recognize. I'm looking but, at her, but, but but when I'm looking at her IMDb, none of these things I would recognize her. And so I think I'm just um. What it said she was in Thor Ragnarok. What I don't I remember that. I wonder if that she didn't have a speaking role. She might have been like in the background. Yeah, but, I mean, I what I was thinking of was um, actor Sif. Yeah, it's not even like showing her like as a still. Um, I don't think. Yeah, I I thought I'd. Anyways, I really liked her character uh, overall. I there wasn't even a single character. Abed's was kind of an. His was just a boring character. Yeah, I mean, he's not really on screen very much, so it's fine. So he, I think he, Abed is a much better character. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I probably should just use his real name, but I, <laughs> I like uh, Brad is his name. Head of monetization. Yeah, I can remember his title because it's like, you know, Tom Hanks was Woody. Or no, 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 Forrest Gump was Woody. You, know, you never <laughs> always got to carry forward. Right. Um, but uh, overall, I really liked uh, Joe, the the assistant that always yeah. was getting super obsessed with Ian. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like all that was so, what she'd get really, she's like, I'm a, I'm a conservative, proud woman from the Midwest. <laughs> and. It's yeah, her um you'll see in, in season two. So season two is coming out week to week. Season one they released it all at once. So um I think we're one episode behind on season two, but she's already Joe has a, a more prominent role in the second season. And you saw it in that special episode too, that LARPing episode. Um yep. so yeah, she's she's one of the, the highlights. Um the, the way that she gets upset and um the way oh, that she deals CW's with character. Oh, he's, yeah. Uh, he's like, well, it's just the beginning of time. Yes. Sheets would be in the ground. And he's a grow to a big tree. Yeah. And that's F. Murray Abraham. He's a great actor, but I, I love, and that's actually probably my wife's favorite character on the show is the head writer, um, <laughs> F. Murray well, Abraham, but he's funny. Yeah. And, and in the last episode, I wrote this down because it made me laugh so hard. Like these small details that I could just see a writer's room really loving. But mm-hmm. I don't know how many people really picked up on it. It'd be worth going back to episode nine. But when it's the group chat of everybody 
and they're like typing it in. Everybody has a blue bubble except for CW. Oh, yeah. It's one message in, <laughs> and it's a green bubble. And it's something like we cannot, it's like, we cannot go back in time, but all we can do is hope to correct the future. Yeah. And it's like a green bubble for half a second. Then gets buried and he doesn't text again. <laughs> yeah. That was like a little detail. Cause of course the old guy did, you know, or, or, uh, he's like, oh, the seventies were kind of blurry, and then like two episodes later, says, oh, you made this in the eighties. He's like, well, you know, the eighties were kind of blurry. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, this is the first show that I've watched. Now I've I've seen like little web series and and smaller things, but this is the first like big time show where video games were part of the premise of the show. And you and I both like we met through video games. We met through Xbox yep, yep. and we both have to this day, we're still playing you know, video games almost every day. So I think that's what also made me want to recommend it to you because it, there's not a lot of shows out there that follow video game studios and also are funny as well. Good comedies. Um, and did you notice it's actually, so they don't say, um, Ubisoft or Ubisoft, but that's who does all of the the little transitions and all of the video, the character assets. Everything is on the Unreal Engine. Like the um, the actual show itself has a, a real video game studio behind it, but they don't mention it by name. Uh, but you'll see it in the credits. You'll see like a oh, uh, promotional, you know, sponsored by Ubisoft or Ubisoft. Um, so I like that they have that tied to the. You know, it's an actual video game tie instead of just kind of, all right, here's some fake video game stuff. It's an actual studio that's making that stuff. Yeah, and it really gives me um, Silicon Valley vibes. Too. Oh, yeah, right. So, right. Yeah, yeah. Silicon Valley with community yes. and a really good in between. I mean, I think it's really interesting because, like, this show it probably does what community does, but maybe better right away. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I mean, I don't know if comparing saying one's better than the other, but it's kind of like this show doesn't feel like it gets made, you know, 10 years ago. Right. Um, right. It's kind of, but now it feels like a, you know, high, whatever high rating is now on streaming platforms. I'm sure a million yeah. views is highly rated on streaming platforms. So, right. yeah. But yeah, it was, it was definitely something that during last year when there was not a lot of shows on, my wife and I very much, you know, enjoyed Mythic Quest as as um, as the lockdown was happening, and then they did a special quarantine episode, which is weird because they don't put the the special episodes as separate. They put those as part of season one. So when when you and I were talking about watching, you know, the watch order, it's kind of weird because episodes ten and eleven, it just looks like regular episodes, but. If if anyone is out there and, and you're watching the season, the last two are special episodes and not, you know, not really, they don't really fit into the storyline of, of season one. But that episode 10, the quarantine episode, I would say that one and then the, the spinoff episode five, A Dark Quiet Death, which had Jake Johnson in it. Yeah, that one's great. Those are my favorite um, episodes of the season, but... The whole the whole season is great. The whole first season, like you said, nine episodes. It's not like a huge time commitment. It's um, very funny. It's very well written. Um, great acting, and I, I'm really excited to see Rob McElhaney do more because um, I'm surprised Charlie Day didn't appear in the show itself. But 
Um, the the always sunny connections um, run deep, like we talked about with um, with your boy. Um, what's his name? Hornsby. David Hornsby. Yeah. So yeah, and we're, now, so were you ever? I mean, I know you've dipped your toe in every video game, um, yes. even if it's for four minutes. Yes, you have played. I press Probably one button, every, and that's it. Yeah, I mean, every video game maybe for the last twelve years, yes. even if it's only for four minutes. Yes. But sometimes it's for four forty hours. Now, has there ever been an MMO RPG that you really got into? From this one, definitely, it gives you like a lot of wow vibes and a little bit like EverQuest here and there. But did you ever have any thousand hour games, anything like that? Not really. Probably the closest I could think of. Um, and it's not probably um, Knights of the Old Republic, um, the Star Wars game. I put a ton of hours into that and it's one of my favorite. It actually is my favorite Star Wars story of all time. Um so I would say that would be the closest thing. Um, we put in a, a, a good amount of time on Destiny, our, our buddy Jeff W. and I. Um, yeah, I would say we with us, the shooters. Yeah. For Well, I, yeah, so shooters, I would say Call of Duty ones we did, but I was, um, RuneScape was probably my first ever oh, hardcore dang. video game. I mean, I was playing, so from like fifth grade to eighth grade. Dang. I mean, my... I mean, I sold my account on eBay for like seven hundred fifty dollars nice. in high school. So, nice. well, I had a max account. I had, uh, I mean, I, I had thousands of hours into RuneScape. Um, actually, to a little story related to this, bring it to the real world. Yeah. Um, one time in seventh grade, me and my buddy Matt, we were roughhousing in the uh, in the lunchroom line, as it were, <laughs> and uh, well, he kneed me in the back of my leg and really hard, and Dang. it hurt. So I like uh. I like got my like I had like keys and I kind of like <laughs> swiped at his face Dang. with my like keys and I like kind of s- s- like scraped him across on his neck like the side of his neck or whatever uh-huh. and then it was like a few hours went by whatever um and then we got an argument in class and then he called he's like well you put a, you cut me with your keys anyways we got written up and as we're in line or we're waiting to go to the principal's office I'm like oh my gosh I might be getting suspended because I just like kind of made my buddy believe i said hey if i give you like six million gold in runescape will you just say we were messing around and he said yeah yeah i will and Dang. i gave him six million and six million gold in runescape uh was hundreds of hours Dang. to get it's it was crazy it was absolutely nuts and that's uh i was into these games so i was very into these games i would say um, and wow, I had a map fifty level fifty five at one point, but then I never got into the expansions. I wonder if we were younger, would we be into Minecraft more? I was pretty hard into Minecraft when it came out and played it uh, freshman sophomore year of college, and I've really I've gone back to it randomly. I still have, so I got Minecraft back when it first came out. The pricing was like. Do you remember when it was like, okay, we've only sold 1,000 copies, so we're going to do 1,000 times point oh 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 one is the price of the game. So then it was like... Oh, dang. Yeah, so it scaled up to where when it finally hit a few hundred thousand, then the, the price of the game was up to like $8, stuff like that. Well, I got it at like $6 or something. Um, so I still have that original .exe and everything. So I have an offline one <laughs> in survival with a crazy castle. Nice. Um, I really like Minecraft. I just at this point is a um, playing other video games and stuff like uh, this yeah. Fallen Order game that oh. I keep needing to get the two. Yes. 
another Star Wars uh, video game. Yeah, so yeah. it's it, I think you and I being video game, you know, being deep into the video game culture and and um, playing a lot of video games, this show hits home for us because we we understand a lot of the terminology. You know, we understand what's going on in the game. And then you have the office drama and uh, the office comedy, you know, that also is um, the back, the backdrop for the show. So I like both of those things and the cast as well. So that was what, you know, what made me like the show overall. I was wondering if you, Oh, good. No, no, you can go ahead. I was going to say, I was, I was wondering if they were going to change the subtitle for every season. Like, like I said, this one was Raven's banquet, but the second one is just Mythic Quest. Like they don't have a, a specific subtitle for that one. So I thought they were going to do the subtitle thing, per, or that's what they're doing. And then when I looked at, when I um, looked online, I didn't see it. I was like, hmm, yeah, maybe that's a thing they were going to do. Now they don't care. So I like a lot of um, a lot of Rob McElhenney's stuff outside of this, and this is no exception. He just continues to put. So put some great stuff point, out. what is it like Apple? Let me look up their list here. They are batting like what? 750 on what? Yeah. They've showed, got like the original programming. Mm-hmm. They've got the morning show with um, Jennifer Aniston and, and uh, Steve Carell. They've got the, Lasso. the M night Shyamalan show, the Jason Momoa show. Um, I haven't seen anything recently. I'm trying to think. Um, we had the, the, uh, the Obi-Wan show yeah, on the there, right? show, which was the third one in that series of documentaries. Well, so, I mean, it's kind of interesting, like the odds we're holding these platforms to now at this point, because I would say, is it the long way up? Is that what it is? Yeah. Long, yeah. long way down, long way round, round long and way long up. way up. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say like, so the long way up Ted Lasso are two you know what well, ted lasso is emmy award winning but like that's just some like both those right there are like 9.3 out of 10s or above yeah and then you have this show is a solid you know top tier in my opinion i mean you know upper 80 percent whatever you want to say 80th percentile yeah and it's in the morning show for i haven't watched it yet good to it so it's like you have four heavy hitters but it's kind of like even I think of Apple TV as like, oh, yeah, you know, that other streaming service. But then you're like, wait, there's they're good. You know, it's just yeah. used to Netflix with you know 200 shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Apple has money um, that they're throwing at a lot of these things. I'm, I'm just browsing through it now. Um, Justin Thoreau has the Mosquito Coast. They're, they're trying to bank on the stars. Oprah has a show. You know Jennifer Aniston. We talked about Solar Opposites is on here. That I mean, Solar Opposites is really good. Oh, is it? I saw. Yeah, it's a, I thought it was a Hulu. Uh, um, well, I'm wondering if this just came up as well. These all look like 30 best shows on Apple TV Plus right now. I wonder yeah. if it's on multiple platforms. Yeah, because that's one of my favorites, Solar Opposites. Um, Dickinson with um, Haley Steinfeld. That one is also that was one of the like the the launch titles um, that they tried to promote. So yeah, they've got a ton of yes. Yeah, oh yeah, Momoa. that's the Momoa one where he's like blind. Um, what's her name? This is well, because what was it? They said they were going to put a billion, and I think the amount though 
I think yeah, like, I already saw like, talking heads were like, that's not even actually that much. Like they're going to be able to put quality out there, but I guess it wasn't even, you know, per project they were spending a lot, but as far as the overall budget for a bunch of stuff, wasn't that much. Cause I mean the, that knives out one, it's like, yeah, they ordered three movies for $500 million. Hey, yeah. It's like, who's watching knives out? Like is everyone, right. uh, you have all those memes now. It's like <laughs> your mom's vacuum is just got <laughs> casted in knives out. <laughs> yeah. And also another thing that I want to point out on Apple Plus, almost everything is is 4K HDR. So they're also doing like super high quality stuff. And that's not always the case with all the other streaming platforms. Netflix, I think, is this is the next closest one. They have a lot of 4K content. They have a lot of HDR stuff. But, you know, Hulu and Paramount, you never know. HBO Max is another one. You never know what's going to be in 4K and what's going to be in HDR. So I have to give Apple TV Plus kudos there because that's something for me that I love. I love the the high, you know, the highest quality on all of my media. So I, I would I would give them um, some kudos for that as well. So they've got movies, TV shows, documentaries. Um, they've got a lot of stuff on Apple TV Plus. And what's cool, like you were saying about the the billion, you know billion phones or billion pockets or whatever they were giving it away for anybody who got an iphone or got an apple product they were giving away like a year of apple tv plus so that was a nice trojan horse to get it in people's pockets it's like oh you got apple now you got apple tv plus so yep i have been very sad where they it seems like they're going with the the uh quality only Mm -hmm. without because do they have a just wide release movies and TV shows on the platform because I don't have. It's kind of like um, it's not to the extent of Netflix. I would say it's probably like Hulu level. Okay, it's like okay. in I mean, the middle. Solid, yeah, it's not like lagging. You know, I, I don't go on there and be like, oh, well, I'm, there's nothing to watch. They got a ton of stuff on there, including that Billie Eilish documentary, "The World's a Little Blurry." Yeah, uh, Boy State, soon. yeah, the Elephant Queen, yeah. There's a ton of stuff on here, um, but Mythic Quest was one that I was always like excited about when I watched it. Well, even if on these platforms, if they are only these uh, exclusive ones, I I don't know if we would notice or care. You know what I mean? Because right. I, I wonder if there is a solid. Well, I think there's some pretty good studies out there that show most people have multiple streaming platforms. But if Apple TV came out and said, "Hey, yep." The only shows we have on here are, you know, Ted Lasso, uh, Obi-Wan part three <laughs> on the motorcycle and Mythic Quest. And that's just our show. And it was that that style, that model of just these are all of our stuff that we made. Um, that wouldn't disinterest me. It's like, OK, well, there's a bunch of other just cannon fodder on every other platform. I mean, Amazon <laughs> yeah. Pro- like Amazon Prime. Uh, that might be the place for just the freaking bloatware, not in a bad way. There's just like so many TV shows I go on there and start to watch. I'm like, okay, I don't know anything about this one. Yeah. Like well, three seasons of it. I've never heard of it. Yeah. And even to a greater extent, they have like the most random. Okay. Here's a, a 30 minute Jeff Bezos documentary and you, you click on it and it's like, this looks like it was made in somebody's backyard. Like it doesn't look yep. like a professional so they've got Amazon is like, oh, yeah, whatever. Whoever wants it, if you want to put your stuff on here, we don't care. Like they don't seem to have like a quality control 
on their stuff. So yeah, it's, it's very strange what's on yeah, yeah. Amazon. I watched one where a guy just walked from one, in, like it was like like a a kid probably. He was like seventeen or eighteen. He walked from one end of Detroit to the other, what? and just recorded himself doing that. Like it was just <laughs> it, 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 and, and the the premise and actually description look really interesting. And I think he got some pretty awards and huh. stuff like small filmmaker awards but the quality was so like shaky cam that i got 30 seconds in. i was like i just i'm not in the mood to watch this right now yeah I, i'd imagine it's halfway interesting um <laughs> plus there's just, it, it would be kind of cool to see like you know how the city changes etc yeah there's so many things to watch it's like me and you have no shortage of things that we can you know that we are consuming at any one moment whether that be television movies comic books video games we have plenty of stuff, so you have to pick the cream of the crop. You, you can't be watching, you know, nine hours of nothing, and then you got all this great stuff that you're not watching. Me and you, we got too much to watch, Mr. Fink. Yeah, there's literally, there's no point ever do I go, I mean, I can't, yeah, where I'm like, oh, I can't, what am I going to do? I have nothing yeah. Nothing to watch or read right now. It's always like, okay, one of these five, one of these five things in each category where I have a long list. Yes, sir. So speaking th- of that, you got anything on your list coming up that you're trying to watch or knock out? I know you got a little, a uh, little, you know, what do they say? A <laughs> child or whatever. I have a little takes up a, mini me. Um, yeah. A, a Grogu. Yes. Yeah. Taking up your time. But is there anything on your plate that you are trying to knock down? So there is actually a video game coming out here very shortly, um, Ratchet and Clank. It's a new Ratchet and Clank game for PS5 um, that they've been advertising for a year now. And so I've been like chomping at the bit to get this new Ratchet and Clank game. Um, the The new mechanics on it look crazy. Like it's just, it's other worlds, other times, other dimensions that they're, they're pulling all these things together. So I, I'm pretty excited about this new Ratchet and Clank that's about to come out. Man, Microsoft needs to get themselves a family platformer. Ooh, yeah. If you think about it, they really don't have any yeah. um, like Ratchet Clank style. Just get a Banjo-Kazooie yeah. out here. Yeah, they bought Rare, so I don't know what Microsoft is oh, they doing They made the uh, one versus 100, man, and the uh, Avatar. <laughs> remember that? <laughs> yeah, I yeah, remember that's that. that's what Rare did. Yeah. Um, June 11th, Ratchet and Clank rift a rift apart is is the name of the game but yeah they definitely especially with game pass they need to put some um some platformers on there because nintendo's got you know a ton of platformers playstation got a ton they need xbox needs needs something um that they can hang their hats on yep game pass i'm working trying to work through fallen order i'm about two three hours in a fallen order yeah Crazy how the guy from Shameless uh, became a Jedi. <laughs> like how they how they do that crossover and the story, you know, and <laughs> which Frank, is funny you know, it's, because he is also the Joker in Gotham. So they oh also God. got the Joker to turn into a Jedi. I don't know how they did that. Well, I mean, he grew up in grew up in inner city Chicago, <laughs> and then uh, the Joker got him out of there, and he became the Joker because he actually had a. A metachlorian count. You know, you know about metachlor. You know about you know about the metachlorian. Yes, sir. Count, right? ah, you know if those are up there, you know <laughs> you're heading to the temple. That's right. The temple. If you got them high M- M- MC count. That's you right. Know? You know they even put that his um his lightsaber design. You can actually go to Galaxy's Edge at Disneyland and buy his lightsaber. If if he's your favorite character, like if he's your favorite Jedi. You can actually buy his lightsaber. So 
that's kind of cool. You can customize it um, as well in the game to change with the way that yep, the lightsaber looks. Yep, I just got to that part. I've uh, already customized mine a little bit. I um, I like how it's basically what Assassin's Creed with a lightsaber. Yes, I would say that's accurate. And I'm all right with that. I haven't played in this. I, big Assassin's Creed fan. Haven't played it in more than a handful of years. So I played all the numbered ones, and I think brother the really good one that is not a number i don't know they all kind of man valhalla is really good that's the latest one well that's one i would recommend yeah the latest one i've heard good things about good old jeff c (laughs) and dlc out there speaking of uh out there uh, we got the numbers in vector oh we got the numbers in on our listeners let's just say all millions of you are appreciated. <laughs> yes, sir. Let's, let's just say it's somewhere between zero and four million, right? Four? That's accurate. That's not a lie. Wait, 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 wait. We'll, we'll narrow it down a little bit. Uh, zero and three and a half million. <laughs> <laughs> that is not a lie. That's not a lie. <laughs> but I, not to make it about myself again, but I am. I am watching Mayor of Easttown as the oh. internets have been a buzz. Yeah, the last couple, what, last week because of yes. the series, a season finale, I believe was like two days ago or something. Yeah, I've been hearing nothing but good things about that. Yep, I really like it. That's um, HBO, right? Yep, yep. Yeah. The the static and the doom. That's how I always remember when I whenever it starts. Um, but I really like it so far. Uh, without going deep into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we may do an, a future episode of Seasons Change on that. Oh yeah, yep. It's uh, if you like crime, if you like true, you know, tr- true crime style stuff. I mean, that's not spoiling anything. It's pretty obvious if you watch the trailer. It's like, oh well, you got to be a depressed cop from the Midwest. <laughs> you got to do. Let me check. What's her face? Uh, uh, Titanic girl. I can't remember. Oh, uh, dang! I can see her face too. Yeah, Kate Winslet. The, Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Kate Winslet. It's like they're like, well, we gotta get downtrodden, <laughs> family ruined Midwest <laughs> detective out of into my portfolio, and she does really well. She's great. She does great. But that whole uh, that whole show is just sad. Like just like yeah, gray, sad, <laughs> down gray. But it's interesting, compelling actors you'll you recognize a bunch of people i mean there's a lot of people in that show that you'd recognize so it's uh, nice i'm on episode four i'm about halfway through it man h speaking of like streaming platforms that can have been putting out some great stuff i gotta say hbo max there's oh, yeah. been some bangers lately um i haven't watched hacks yet but i've heard some great things about that i was yeah. telling you about the michael che sketch comedy show which i believe is a modern day Chappelle show. I, I've I was getting some resistance, some some kickback from our buddy Jeff W. But I think uh, we'll make our next episode about that. Yes, actually. yes, yeah. Okay, cool. Just well, for Jeff W. Yeah, yeah, that'll be good. The next episode yeah. of Season Change, we'll be talking about. I believe the full title is that darn Michael Che. 